All right, welcome back to the lounge on Fox Sports 1380. We are now joined with Matthew Pence of the Seattle Times. He covers the Seattle Sounders. Matt, how are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. All right, so uh, Ziggy Schmidt mutually parts ways with the Sounders. Um, Where does the team go from here? Well, that's sort of the million-dollar question at this point, right? Um, I think that uh, the first thing is that by making this step, um, and and it is a significant one, I mean, Ziggy Schmidt is the only coach that the MLS franchise has ever known. Going back seven-plus years, he helped establish them as one of their is one of the sort of premier clubs in MLS, and it's sort of impossible to untangle what the Sounders would look like were it not for his influence. So it's not a decision that I think that the front office made lightly or that the club made lightly, but I think it is sort of a marker that the club needs to just sort of make a major overhaul. I think this is an admission that, that something is definitely flawed uh, with the roster. It's concurrently compiled, so I think this is the first sign that there's going to be some significant turnover and some significant change within the Sounders organization um, because it just hasn't been good this year. Um, and this move is sort of the first big step, I think, in, in sort of making that clear out. Do you feel like the move was mutual or do you feel like he got pushed out? As they say mutual, I think that that's obviously up to debate. I haven't had a chance to talk uh, to Ziggy Schmidt yet, so I can't present his side of the story and obviously the club is presenting that but I do think that I think that Ziggy uh, was aware that it just wasn't going well um, and he had done just about everything that he could to try to turn this around and just hadn't been able to do it um, so whether it, it was his preferred time or whether he would have liked to have stuck it out I would think that at least part of him would have admitted that maybe it was time for a change and I don't think it's completely just PR spin to say that to say that it was mutually parting ways. Matt, um, so Dempsey's away at the All Star game this week. What what's the feel like from the team? You know, a, a lot of young guys. You know, obviously Chad Marshall's one of you know Ozzy Alonso, a couple of the veterans that are around. But what's the feel like when you have a majority of young players that haven't been through a coaching change? Well, really, if you look at a lot of this roster, a lot of these guys have. I mean, you look at Ozzy Alonso, has been with the Sounders since 2009. He hasn't had to go through a coach change. So this is uncharted territory for a lot of different guys. I mean, I think they will be looking towards the veterans to sort of set the tone, but it's also the veterans that are going to have to sort of play for their jobs at this point for the rest of this year because general manager Garth Loggerway has been pretty upfront in saying that he thinks the team needs to get younger not just around the edges, but especially within the starting lineup. So I think it's sort of a a flare sort of sent up, letting the veterans know that they really need to push if, if they want to be part of this next-generation Sounders team. So while they'll be sort of setting the tone, um, they also are the ones that will have the most to play for over the next couple months here. Uh, once again, we are talking to Matt Pence from the Seattle Times, covers the Seattle Sounders. So, Matt, I guess my next question would be, if you had to guess now, would there be a, would we hire a coach before the end of the year, or do you think Brian Schmetzer just you know has the interim job and then we'll look at opening candidates, um, we'll review opening candidates at the end of the year? I think that it will be Schmetzer for the remainder of the year. Um, the Sounders owner Adrian Hanauer said yesterday that while they were opening a coaching search immediately, um, he did very much expect Schmetzer to play out the rest of the year 
um, at which point they would really take a step back and take a good long look at where they are, be it a team that somehow makes a late surge into the playoffs here, which would obviously improve Smetra's candidacy, or if uh, they really do need to go outside. I think they probably will be under some kind of pressure given the big game that they've talked for so many years now about establishing a global brand and being this big, well-known club um, to make a real splashy hire with a casually known name and an established coach. Um, But again, it's early days for that. Um, So I think that that will be a decision that I think they'll hold off on until the end of the year. We're joined by Matthew Pence from the Seattle Times. Um, Nicholas Ladero uh, officially joined the Sounders today. What do you know about him? Should we be excited? For sure. Um, he is, I think, that is probably being a little bit lost in sort of the aftermath of the whole Ziggy Smith fallout and where the team is at in the standings, and it's probably not getting the buzz that it maybe would have, but, but he is a very, very good player. Um, 27 years old in his prime, I think Garth Lagerway, uh, the general manager, said at the press conference today that it's not often that the Boca Juniors playmaker would make a move anywhere really abroad in his prime, especially to MLS, and that's fair. I mean, Boca Juniors is, if not the most prestigious club in this hemisphere, certainly one of them. He plays for the Uruguayan national team. He's played in a World Cup semifinal, played in a couple of big Copa America games. I mean, he's a guy that has a very impressive resume, and he's still only 27 years old, which is often kind of the the, the but when it comes to these signings in MLS, so they, they, they've had a lot of accomplishments, but they're 31 or 32. This is a guy coming in in his prime. I don't think he's going to solve all of the Sounders' problems. He's very much a playmaker type who will thrive off having talented teammates around him. But in terms of a piece to build around, I think that he's definitely an important and impressive get to the Sounders. Matt, so my question for you is Jordan Morris has had an outstanding rookie year, you know, a rookie of the year candidate, one of those probably going to be one of those finalists. Does the firing of Ziggy stunt his player growth at all? I wouldn't think so. I mean, he he was very closely tied with Ziggy and they definitely had a very good relationship. Um, But I don't, I'll put it this way. I don't think that it would stunt his development any more than the struggles that they've had all year. Um, And him sort of having to lead the line and, and he has scored seven goals, but even then he's come under some criticism of not of basically not being Oba Femi Martin, which isn't necessarily a fair comparison to make about a rookie. Um, so I don't think that this move would drastically change anything. I mean, I think that he'll still probably be penciled in as a starter and a guy to build around. Um, so I don't think that his status within the club is, is taking any kind of a hit here this week. Definitely, yeah. So my other question is, so now that you know we're in this coaching change and you said it's going to be that overhaul, people are fighting for jobs, do you see Brian Schmetzer incorporating more new youth, you know, like Aaron Kovar finding more minutes for him and O'Neal Fisher at outside back? Do you, you know, any, any advice on that? I don't know that there will be any huge move in that direction this year, um, especially whenever you're giving this coach kind of a mandate to see what you can do and see if you can somehow scrape together a run. So I think that Schmetzer is pretty much going to use every tool that he can uh, to make a late push and see if he can spark this team towards the playoffs, which might involve starting a little bit, starting a few more veterans and sort of looking a little bit short term. But I do think that that is a change, whether it's Schmetzer sticking around next year and getting the full-time gig or whether they do look outside. I think that next year is when you will 
really start to see that change and a change in emphasis and, and really pushing some of these young guys through. Um, so right now, over the next couple of months, I think it's probably going to be a case of trying everything that they possibly can to get hot and push their way in. Um, and then in the off season, and especially at the beginning of next year, you'll start to see a little bit of that change. So the Sounders, 14 games left, uh, two games in hand, 10 points back from the Vancouver Whitecaps. Is there a chance? There's certainly a chance. I mean, they're not mathematically eliminated at this point, but I would say that it's a they're, they're, it's pretty long odd at this point. Yes, they're only 10 points out, um, but if you break down their games remaining, in last year the playoff cutoff was 51 points, uh, which it might be a couple fewer than that this year, but it'll probably be right around there. And that would mean that for the Sounders to get to that level, they're going to have to average something like 2.2 points per game. Um, so I, I just think it's going to be a little bit too much, um, even if they get hot and even if they start to really sort of figure it out. They have a really tall mountain to climb in order to get back there. I think it's probably a little bit too late uh, for them to make their push, but who knows? I mean, you win a couple games here in the next couple weeks. I'll put it this way. They're going to have to start their turnaround very, very quickly if it's going to happen um, because they're starting to run out of time even with a couple months left in the season. All right, Matt, my quick last question for you. Once again, we're with Matt Pence of the Seattle Times, covers the Seattle Sounders. Matt, if you could pick one thing where you think it would make the greatest impact, offense, you know, midfield, uh, defense, what would you pick as the most crucial part to making this change and, and making this team, you know, a, a contender again, you know, in the short term at least? Well, I think if you look at this roster, they need another goal threat, another dynamic goal threat, preferably a winger if they're going to stick with this 4-3-3 because they're just not getting enough production up top. And Nelson Valdez, um, the designated player, he's taken a lot of flack for his lack of production, and he is. I mean, he's a guy that you want to root for because he's a hard worker and he's a good locker room guy. and He really does care and wants to make it work, but that just hasn't happened. I mean, Clint Dempsey is getting older, and he doesn't necessarily always bring over his national team form to the Sounders. And Morris is still a rookie. Um, it's hard to put too, too much on his shoulders. So I think that what this team needs is another goal scorer that can come in and take some of that load off. Because really, if you look at their team this year, I think it's really all been a ripple effect of the loss of Omafemi Martin and how his presence on the field just made everyone around him better. I mean, I think until the Sounders find somebody that, that doesn't necessarily have to replicate that exactly, but can give them something of that influence, whether that turns out to be Lodero or somebody else or another addition, um, I think that they're going to struggle to kind of find their bearings. So I think right now, especially in the short term, they need to find that one more piece that can kind of push them through. All right, Matt, last question for you. Realistically, when the season ends in October, where do you see the Sounders finishing in that Western Conference? I think that it will be out of the playoff spots, which is probably the only relevant thing in MLS, the way that it works. Uh, I don't think that they'll finish below Houston. I mean, Houston is not very good, so I think you probably pencil Houston in to that 10th and last place slot. But I think the Sounders, anywhere in between that, be 7 through 9. Seven's probably even a little bit of a stretch. I think that they will end up outside of the playoff spots for the first time in their history, and I think that the events of this week are probably a little bit too late to make enough of a difference to get them over that line. 
Sure, definitely. All right, hey, thanks, Matt, for your time. You can catch him on the Seattle Sounders, he, uh, he or the Seattle Times. He covers the Seattle Sounders. Matt, do you have a Twitter where people can uh, reach at? Yeah, it's just a Matt Pence, P-E-N-T-Z, uh, all one word. Awesome. Hey, thank you, Matt, for your time. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, that's Matt Pence from the Seattle Times, and you're listening to Lounge on Fox Sports 1380.